0: Welcome to Pigoted Podcast, joining us today, as always, forever, is our co-host, the fantabulous Dr. Kat Ford. Hello. How are you, Kat?
1: Yeah, I'm alright. Bit knackered.
0: Your brain isn't working today, no, is it? No. I've just picked Kat up in the car, and it was like speaking to somebody who has just had a really intense dentist appointment, and has just yeah. been gassed within an inch of their lives. You just said... Uh, foot uh, foot coffee put <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah I wasn't not managing complete sentences and I nearly didn't manage one then.
0: <laughs> it was really tough for you wasn't it? Yeah. It was really tough. It was like Yeah, I'm struggling today. You know when you get people coming over from like different countries and stuff and they're like <laughs> I want to live in the UK to start a new life, but I know 12 words. Yeah. <laughs> they come over they're like these like, 12 words better last me. It's like that. They'd beat me today. Oh, they like. would. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Pavel from Eastern Europe who's been here 12 minutes. He would beat you today. Yeah. He would yeah. he yeah. He'd beat you
1: today. Yeah. Got a bigger vocabulary than me today.
0: Bless, I <laughs> I always find that amazing, like how the balls to come over to a different country, yeah, and just be like, because I've been I've been travelling and. Um, uh, you know all over the world what brag it uh, sounds like a weird humble brag didn't it but i i I used to love nothing about that sounded humble <laughs> I traveled all over
1: the world
0: first class no I, so I did interailing uh when I was in my early 20s yeah so I did a lot of Eastern Europe and stuff like that and the thing is is it's all right when you get to say France because you you go around France or whatever and you're like le bus <laughs> and you're like well I know the word bus mm. I'm not sure on the word le yeah. but I reckon <laughs> bus is gonna do most of the like unless le means this is not a
1: isn't it autobus
0: autobus autobus, autobus. <laughs> um, you can piece it together mm. like even in German where it's like das haken schwenken schweeter bus it's like <laughs> bus <Aha. laughs> yeah. you know whereas when you get to wait a minute these letters aren't my alphabet anymore. That's yeah, it when it's- getting. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's when you look, like in Thailand, when it's all just like little squiggles and then little circles over the top and you're like, ah, <laughs> ooh, none of those circles look, <laughs> look like a bus to me. Ooh. It's like trying to
1: play snap with your phrase book. Exactly.
0: Yeah, there's no idea. Is you guys, it's pattern recognition at that point, isn't it? Yeah. Just looking up. It's right, like two hard, diamonds. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snap. <laughs> oh mate.
1: Uh, eel soup. Shit. Oh
0: god, I had so much. I had so much trouble eating in uh, in Asia because I'm a fussy mm. eater anyway. Yeah. But I went to Bali, and it was like basically in in Bali particularly in Indonesia, they are really good at cooking Indonesian type food. Like, so, so if you get like, for example, it's the first place that I ever tried a Nazai Goreng, which is fucking amazing, right? Uh, All the Penangs and stuff, all of that stuff is amazing. But there comes a point after about a week where you're like, you know what, rice noodles can fuck off. You know, like, I would quite like something that doesn't come in its own broth for today. Mm. <laughs> so right. you order, like, a pizza, and you go, that can't be too hard to fuck up. And then you get there, and it's like... It, it comes, and you're like, have you guys ever seen Italy before? Like, like, <laughs> how are you so good at cooking that, and this is so shit? But then I imagine well, that the same thing is... is
1: yeah, also completely different skills i guess well cuz yeah, you you can't you can't really cook a pizza in a wok <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's kind of an oven situation generally.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody in Indonesia owns an uni.
1: <laughs> What's fuck's an uni? Is that one of those a special pizza an uni, oven? Or?
0: An uni is one of those little outside ovens that middle class people have. Oh, right, okay. You know those little outside pizza ovens that cost like 400 quid? Yeah. And they're like, we've got an uni. Yeah, sometimes we have pizzas in the garden. <laughs> it's it's like for 400 pounds <laughs> yeah. and you have to make them. Yeah. And I can get one from the takeaway for a fiver, yeah, but, yeah, but it tastes really good because we make it. Like, yeah, but
1: the pizza people do a really good pizza. That's kind of the whole business. Yeah, yeah they they
0: do it every <laughs> and day. And it comes
1: in a box, right? Yeah, which you can eat. So you can eat it inside or outside, in the car, on a train.
0: Don't have to clean a pizza oven no. as well. <laughs> no. that's yeah, four hundred quid for pizzas. Se- like what? Seven quid you can get a margarita for.
1: Yeah, four hundred
0: p. That's like. Years worth of pizza.
1: Yeah, and that's none of the ingredients as well.
0: Oh my god! It'll be.
1: I wonder what the math says before it's. Welcome cheaper. to
0: Picketed Podcast. <laughs> I wonder what, <laughs> I reckon you'd have to eat three hundred plus pizzas before it was just cheaper, just to to buy the uni. Uh, uh, three hundred pizzas, I reckon. At,
1: at least, yeah. You reckon? I think even then, you'd be struggling. So, if you
0: have a pizza, <laughs> let's say you are a bit of a fucking uh, hog. And you have a pizza. Wait, what's excessive for a pizza? Once a week, if you're eating pizza.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's excessive. Any well, more not, than
0: no. imagine averaging two pizzas a week. Yeah. For your life, that's yeah. You could that's once a, lot a week. Of pizza. Once a week's uh, a fond pizza lover, I would say. Yeah.
1: <laughs> fond pizza lover. <laughs> oh God, we get so off track.
0: Yeah, but it it's fun though, isn't it? <laughs> it is good. Once a week, I'd say, is a fond pizza lover. So if you're having three hundred weeks. And then there's 52 weeks in a year.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, so that's five years, then,
1: 300 weeks but, is five years, is it?
0: Yeah, but then, yeah. check this out. Yeah. Check this out. <laughs> your pizza <laughs> oven lives outside. You're not going to want to go so outside in, no- in no- yeah. November. Who'd like a pizza, guys? Or are we ordering from Pizza Hut? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. No, I'm going to put on a rain mac and go outside <laughs> and make pizzas in the pitch black. Uh, At two degrees, when it's pissing it down, so really you've only got you've only got s- spring and summer. If we're, so that's half the year, so really ten years worth of pizza. Yeah,
1: yeah. Before you're even breaking it. So anyway, how the
0: fuck does anyone buy those? And things? now for
1: a message from our new sponsors,
0: Uni. Uni. <laughs> <laughs> Uni are a new way to eat pizzas in the garden. Really cost effective as well, guys. It'll pay for itself within. Several months. Udi <laughs> Pizzas, the only pizzas.
1: Yeah. Cool. So we're not getting a sponsorship deal off them. No, we are no, not. Um, and no,
0: they did not email in either, so they can fuck themselves. We
1: uh, might get one off like Pizza Hut or Papa John's. Fantastic. like we've just said, much. Actually, much cheaper than an uni.
0: Would you... Uh, <laughs> imagine if that was the slam <laughs> tagline. It's cheaper than an uni, isn't yeah. it? <laughs> what would be... Is is there anything that you would refuse sponsorship for on ethical grounds? Any company?
1: Ooh. Um, well, anything homeopathic.
0: Oh, Like okay. any sort
1: of alternative medicine kind of shenanigans. So I'll be
0: honest. I thought that you were going to say anything that promotes, like, slave labour or child labour or oh, no, or something that. like that. <laughs> but you were like, look, I just don't deal with bullshit products. <laughs> Yeah, basically. Yeah. It, look, them kids can knit a wallet as much as anyone else can.
1: But I, sometimes if you want something really intricate. Know <laughs> then...
0: <laughs> what you're going to say. You need little, tiny hands. little hands. tiny, tiny yeah. wee hands. <laughs> yeah. And if you lose a finger at an early age, you grow up and learn about it. You know, you learn to deal with it more quickly, don't you? Just
1: adaptable. People are really adaptable. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of... People being really adaptable.
0: Are you linking this into what our I podcast is actually going to be do about a segue today? Here. Oh my god! <laughs> this is no.
1: You witnessed this is my first spontaneous segue. Do you know what people would
0: kill for preamble like ours? <laughs> <coughs> Go on.
1: So, have you ever heard of a chap called Phineas Gage?
0: I have not heard of a chap called Phineas Gage. Oh, okay, uh, wow. it sounds like sort of. It sounds to me like the sort of person that is a name of a handle on TikTok that just sings sea
1: shanties. (laughs) Well, um, different mode of transport. Uh, He was a railroad worker.
0: A railroad worker? He
1: was. Um, So one of his jobs was he was involved in clearing the way for new railroad lines.
0: Okay. Which
1: involves exploding bits bits of rock.
0: Wait, what? So I thought you just chopped down trees and shit.
1: Yeah, but if there's, like, a hill in your way, sometimes you've just got to blow that bastard up.
0: Sometimes you just got to <laughs> blow... That was an old saying from old Phineas Gage. If yeah. there's a hill in your way, sometimes you just got to blow that bastard up. Where was he from?
1: Uh, New England sort of area. That would do. What, like yeah. Boston? Um, I think, like,
0: Vermont. Vermont. Kind
1: of it. I might be making that up because
0: my brain's not working today. <laughs> well, New England, I'm just thinking New England Patriots, that's... uh. Boston. Isn't yeah,
1: it? I think. Yeah, I think he's.
0: He's around that New York kind of yeah, draw. So
1: it's sort of that that top
0: yeah. right
1: hand corner yeah, of
0: yeah, America. Yeah. That's kind of the, uh, that the area, all that bit. The Newcastle <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, the Newcastle the Newca- of America. <laughs> the Newcastle of America. Imagine if yeah. someone
0: called New York the Newcastle <laughs> of America.
1: Yeah. Mm. Now can't I can't think of a. <laughs> good joke there. Nope. So let's just let that die. No, have you ever been um, to New York? Yeah. Fucking loved it.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I, I, was gonna, I was going to lie about it. Well, oh, oh, oh were you going to say, say it's. Greg's everywhere.
1: <laughs> Might just be blokes called <laughs> yeah. Greg's working call in the, the financial district. <laughs> they call it
0: the Big Apple Turnover. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's probably my favourite joke I've ever made. Uh, <laughs> it's good. I've it was never good. been to New York. Uh, it is my dream to go. Yeah. Uh, I have never been because it is a really achievable dream. Right. So, so, so it's, it's once honestly... Once it's done, it's,
1: well, this <laughs> like, is what it. he got left to live for.
0: <laughs> exactly. Oh, no, I'll just be taking a one-way.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> but the thing is, is because I know that I can just buy a flight for £500 mm. and go, I've never gone. But I've wanted to go passionately for about 15 years. Yeah. But I've just, every year I go, oh yeah, I could go to New York with money that I have. <laughs> anyway, like it's it's so attainable yeah. that it becomes unattainable.
1: Yeah, I've got a couple of things like that. They,
0: <laughs> go on.
1: Just so off track. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a few destinations like that that would be really easy to get to. But I think part of the problem is that I want to go there, but I want it. I want it to be just right.
0: Maybe as well, mm. though. What you lack, what I lack, is a bit of spontaneity. I'm, I'm, I'm quite trying to bring it back to Phineas Gage. Phineas Gage. Phineas. Phineas. Yeah. Phineas.
1: Well, yeah. I suppose the yeah.
0: I don't he even know quite... what Phineas Gage is. I just know that you. So it's did... a bloke. <laughs> oh. Oh, I don't know. what you Even say. You <laughs> didn't even say even what say it was. I thought it was like a special type of equipment, like yeah. a Phineas gauge. <laughs> like, if you've got to blow stuff up, then you need a Phineas gauge. And that was invented by some scientist. Oh, and that's no. what this is.
1: No, my brain really isn't with it today. So, Phineas Gauge is a bloke.
0: Fantastic. It's a chap,
1: chap called Phineas Gauge. And he was the he was working on the railroads. Yeah. All the dang long day.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna let that sit with you. Do you know what? I'm not gonna. This is gonna be such a fucking weird episode. 13 minutes in, and she's done an impromptu music. We've done two impromptu musicals. Uh, um. <laughs> right. So he's working on the railroad.
1: Yeah. Um, and he has to like you have you've got to blast rocks out the way. Yeah. Because. Sometimes you just
0: got to. Sometimes you just got to <laughs> blast rocks.
1: And the way you do that back in those days is like you drill a big hole yep. in the rock and fill it full of blasting powder, which is basically gunpowder, I think. Okay. Um. Then you put some inert stuff over it, like sand or clay or whatever, to pack it down so that the yes, stuff's of- all in one place. And so that when you set it off, instead of it blowing Back out the hole. Exactly. The force goes into the rock and splits
0: the rock. So I will uh, quick segue. Um, (laughs) I uh, know my pyrotechnics, um, or at least I know the methodology behind them. Okay. Because when I was a child, I well, I say child, teenager. Used to blow shit up. Oh yes. Yeah. Used to blow shit up and used to set things on fire all the time. Mm and i owned a copy of what is now the legendary um internet thing the anarchists cookbook nice and me and my friends would uh, practice making them making bombs on there actually really like 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 yeah. wee little terrorists um but you know, we were white kids from the north, so no one that, no one minded. You know? <laughs> go on, you little scamps! Away you go. What's that Molotov cocktail? You cheeky boogers! <laughs> um, so we did try making a Molotov cocktail yeah. uh, with an old, uh, you know, those iron brew bottles. Oh yeah, was, you know, yeah. We tried that; didn't work particularly oh, well. Okay. We also tried making miniature grenades, and this is what reminded me of it: out of um, ping pong balls and what we would do is we would scratch off painstakingly might add Mm. match heads and scratch all the shit off the top of the match heads Mm. uh, and pop it into the ping pong ball and then we would pack it full of rocks Mm. and then we would try and set it on fire and throw it and the, the plan was that if it was packed correctly then it would hit the wall and form the explosion in the same way that Phineas Gage was splitting those rocks and that's what it reminded me of all those years ago trying to blow shit up
1: yeah e- everyone goes through a big blowy-uppy <laughs> fire phase don't they it was, a, it was a very sort of 2004 or 5 thing wasn't it the, the anarchist's cookbook
0: very much so like,
1: I, like everyone I knew was like I've got the anarchist's cookbook
0: very much and so I was like
1: I want it but I'm still on dial-up
0: but, but yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much though it's got transferable skills because now, <laughs> let me tell you this: I am fucking great at starting a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I can get it right.
0: You know, you see those people who are like, well, it work it won't set off. No, like,
1: not going off oxygen flow. That's why. Yeah, exactly.
0: You have to understand that fire is a triangle. <laughs> it needs oxygen, heat, and fuel. Yes. Yeah. So um So there we go. That's all up in there. <laughs> Very helpful. Yeah. Um, so how all the best pitmasters started.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anarchist's cookbook. Yeah. Ah, smokehouse cookbook. Yeah. <laughs> we need to bring these two things together. Yeah.
0: If you are going uh if you are going to attach yourself onto one of those two words, cookbook is the one, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so anyway so, phineas gauge
1: yeah so then you pack it obviously so that the blast goes in the right way um, it goes in the right direction and you tamp it down using a tamping rod
0: a tamping rod
1: which phineas's tamping rod
0: Careful. <laughs> like a penis
1: <laughs> <laughs> was smooth and pointy at one end yes it was. That's, that's um, it was big. It was hefty.
0: Good lad. So like,
1: <laughs> I think it was like over a meter long.
0: Bloody elfin. Made of iron. G-
1: and um, probably I think it was about six kilos in weight. So six kilos. fucking rod. Yeah, of I iron. mean, I've
0: stopped. I've stopped thinking about it like a penis now. Yeah. Uh, six six <laughs> kilos. A six kilo. That rod would of iron. make you limp. <laughs> Damn girl, you've been spending that with Phineas Gage. <laughs> How do you know? Because <laughs> your fanny looks very tightly packed.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually more thinking it would make him limp. <laughs> like, like you'd, you'd hear him coming down the road like, <clears throat> Just dragging his big metal cock. Um, so, so, yeah, it's a big hefty bit of iron. Right, okay. And this is like back in
0: 1848.
1: 1848. This... Phineas is about twenty-five years old. Okay, and he has a bit of an accident at work.
0: No, so as he's, he's
1: tamping the stuff into yeah. the rock, um, like it's unclear exactly what happened. Yeah, a uh, one version I've heard is that somebody, whoever was in charge of putting the inert material in,
0: yeah,
1: didn't put the inert material in. Yeah, so it's this hole full of blasting powder
0: and a very and an, an, an iron rod known for its s- sparks smacking against rock you'd think as well even back in fucking what is this like 1848 1848 whatever you think that they know that iron makes sparks
1: yeah which is why you usually only use the tamping rod after the inert material's been put in but oh, whoever I was see. in charge of that bit but didn't
0: you, do it you think of i mean this is why you know like britain nowadays you go it's health and safety gone mad Before health and safety, they were like, "Hey, uh, look, we've 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 packed those inert materials, and it's fine. Should we cover that tamping rod with like maybe cloth or something? It'll still do the job, but it'll probably stop this. Nah, don't worry, don't worry about it. Yeah,
1: well, like it's it's difficult to know exactly what happened because." 1848 and records about this about normal everyday things not that great. Do you know what like today? You, I was
0: going to say you'll never have to uh, historians will never have to say that ever again. <laughs>
1: we don't really know what because happened. because they'll have live tweeted what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. They'll go and we
0: know what he had for his breakfast yesterday because we go to at Phineas Gage on Instagram and we can see that he had gruel for breakfast. Hmm. Yeah, know? and then he tweeted. Ow! Um, <laughs> well. What happened to him?
1: The spark, that it caused a spark while he was tamping down the blasting powder. Yeah. This rod enters his face.
0: No! Yeah.
1: Between his teeth and his um, jawbone.
0: Wow.
1: Flies up behind his eye, up out the top of his head. And lands 80 feet away. 80 feet? There was a hell of a blast.
0: Also, so was he tamping like that then and sort of, because he must have been slightly above it mm-hmm. and pushing it down mm-hmm. and having like, you'd think. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the first thing you learn at tamping school is to tamp away. <laughs> <laughs> Always tamp away from Always your body. Always tamp away from the body. <laughs> It's an accident waiting to happen, mate.
1: <laughs> so, I like, I've read a couple of um Tamp away, no
0: doctors stay. <laughs> what we say in, the, in tamping school. It's written on the wall like live, laugh, love. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good second half for tamp towards.
0: Tamp towards. Your f- face is fucked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Basically.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tamp toward, face no more. Yeah. <laughs> um, your, face yeah. yeah. Toward, Just, your face is flawed. Yeah. toward, your face is flawed. Yeah. <laughs> man, you, having said that, <laughs> what an arsehole it would take to see a man with a hole through his face and go, Tant toward, face is flawed. Yeah, your <laughs> face appears to be flawed, Phineas. <laughs> There's a flow in it in that there's a giant big fuck-off hole there. Uh, so what happened to old Finny Fog? That's Finny Fogg. Finny uh, Gage. Finny's
1: Gage. So, um, so yeah, th- so this iron rod that lands like 80 feet away is smeared in blood and brain matter.
0: Wow. By the way, if
1: you're already finding this a bit disgusting, it's going to get worse. Yeah. So... Might not be the, the show for you. I mean, we always have
0: this as like the little antidote to dead men talking, the disgusting podcast. I have this as like the intellectual one. I feel like this is a crossover if ever there was one.
1: Possibly. We've got a live
0: video of him now. <laughs>
1: um, so he fell back. Yeah. After, after this rod fucked off through his head.
0: I, I think he's more than entitled yeah. to.
1: Um, He convulsed a little bit, I think. Um, according to records,
0: so that means sort of like but he had, had a, little, a little, fit. Fit.
1: little bit of a fit.
0: Shat himself.
1: Not. <laughs> 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 you gave me such a knowing look. Then it's
0: like it's all you watch. That's what. Conv- <laughs> well, that's what convulsed means generally, doesn't it? It means like they Maybe. shat themselves. <laughs> that's what, that's what I always think yeah. when I hear convulsed. Yeah. I go. They shat themselves. <laughs> but the thing is, is convulsed sounds like a doctor said it, whereas yeah. shat everywhere <laughs> <So that's, laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like he fell backwards and shat everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that until you're convulsed.
1: Yeah, well, I I imagine it more like like a fit, almost like an epileptic fit, rather than he yeah. shat himself. When, when I hear convulsed, <laughs> but I don't know. I can neither confirm nor deny
0: <laughs> whether... <laughs> Records were a little bit <laughs> sketchy from back then as to whether or not... Finny Skate
1: shat himself. Now, we,
0: if this happened in the present day, we would actually have his Snapchat stories <laughs> and we'd be able to see a ruined pair of underpants yeah. that would confirm this.
1: Yeah, sweet confidential dinner last night, was oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, now...
1: Uh, I feel so proud of myself right now just getting that reaction out yeah of you. <laughs> oh okay yeah I love the you're idea. a terrible influence I love um, the idea of
0: his wife there's been a terrible accident with Phineas He's gone, oh god what's happened He's gone, look uh the tamping rod went straight through his face there's blood brain matter everywhere. Well as long as he's not shat he what? <laughs> he shat himself. Those are those are the family underpants. <laughs> I don't know what it was like in 18 I imagine um, they all shared.
1: We, <laughs> possibly. I don't think he was married at this point though. Was he not? So yeah at this point um, does he find love? Oh, no well I don't I don't think he gets married at any point.
0: Well is he dead? So,
1: well <laughs> no
0: He's not dead.
1: No, he survives. So uh, so that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Um, I've seen accounts that suggest that the reason why the rod entered where it did is yeah. because he turned to say something as it happened. So his mouth was open, which allowed the point to get in between his gum line and his cheekbone. Oh. So he's like going, what?
0: <laughs> You've not put what in? <laughs> you
1: kind of... Um, Yeah, but so after convulsing, he just stood up and started walking around.
0: What Right? Phineas Gage is a fucking G. He's a
1: G. Well, so there were medical reports saying that like he was he was really physically fit and had barely had a day of illness in his life before he got this big fuck off spike through his head. Um and I've seen pictures of him. Good looking bloke.
0: Was he? Yeah, like have a look at him. Yeah, look, yeah. Let me have a quick look. He I'll looks Google it.
1: Like Christopher Reeves. Like like probably he like young Christopher Reeves, he looks super Is
0: Christie uh Phineas P H I N E A S?
1: Yep, yeah, it's uh, spelled exactly how I said it to you in the uh, WhatsApp. Oh. So you could just copy paste but. Thank
0: you. That's <laughs> a good looking man to you. Yeah.
1: What that' That's after his accident.
0: Oh. <laughs> wow, they did a good job on him, didn't they? <laughs> wow. He, see if went, you can find he a... went private, didn't he?
1: <laughs> see if you can find a picture before the accident.
0: Okay, Phineas Gage, before.
1: I have seen a picture of him that's supposedly before the accident, but he's got like a little black
0: coat. Oh, on he his is forehead. a good. Like, yeah, I see the. I, see I the... think
1: that's been doctored because that is too much like Christopher Reeves.
0: Okay. That, I mean, that... Okay, so I, I get he is a... Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. That's a... Yeah, he's not he's, he's a, not a bad-looking lad. He's a good-looking fella. Yeah. He's a good-looking lad. He's, um yeah, and then afterwards... So, to be fair, I mean, I'm looking at the pictures of him. I, I mean, I can't believe that he survived, but I'm looking at the pictures of him afterwards. And, to be honest, I think that given that the accident happened the way it happened mm. and given that this was 1840 whatever mm. that is nothing short of a fucking miracle. Yeah. That for, for him to look like don't get me wrong, right? He's He's got a good side and a bad side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> he definitely takes his selfies at an angle. Do you mm. know what I mean?
1: Well, I'm glad we're focusing on the really important aspect of this. Like face blown off. Um, but still good looking. That's the important part, isn't I it? I
0: think he he, he sort <laughs> of looks like, you know, like Mickey Rourke. So you know you know who Mickey Rourke is?
1: I know the name, but so I can't bring a Mickey, face to mind.
0: Mickey Rourke was uh, sort of like the Leonardo DiCaprio of his era. Okay. Right? And he was getting all the love interest roles and stuff. Mm. And then they were like, hey, Mickey, what sort of film do you want to do next, you good looking little scamp? And he was like, do you know what? I'm tired of being a pussy. (laughs) Uh, Acting's for pussies, I'm going to be a boxer. And they were like, you, okay, okay, (laughs) you are pushing 30, you have never boxed before, and you are making shitloads of money because you are a young, gorgeous cherub of a man. (laughs) I would say, as your agent, that this would be what we in the business call an error. (laughs) <laughs> uh yeah. you would kind of fuck your face up uh cuz you ain't that good at boxing and no one will want to hire you and he's like fuck you I'm Mickey Rock you know um I, he had a thing as well I think he um I read somewhere that he uh, had a really weird relationship with his father and masculinity and mm. you know stuff like that so he felt like he needed to prove himself as a fighter anyway takes a few years out gets absolutely fucking mangled. Mm. And then comes back and he's like, and they're like, yeah, we don't want you as much as we did because now your brain and face looks disgusting. Uh, But then they cast him in The Wrestler Mm. uh, and it revitalized his career as an actor. And now he's kind of like, um, you know, that good sort of... You know, when somebody is ugly in a good looking way. <laughs> right, okay. Do you know what I mean by that? Like they are they are ugly, mm. but all the features seem to just work together and you go that is a weathered face that's taken a lot of punishment, mm. but there's a gritty ruggedness about it. Okay. So you know how you get on the opposite of that, you get attractive people who have all attractive features, but it just doesn't work. Mm. It's like the opposite of that.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: So I would say that about Phineas Gage. All right. <laughs> what were you going to say about him?
1: Um. Well, I was gonna. I was gonna feature, focus less on his looks. <laughs> I guess. Oh, were you? Like that, that? That was just more of an aside, sort of. I you thought know. this
0: was all going to be about his, um, his, his looks. I think that. I. I, I mean, I. Tended to think that this was going to be the whole thing. Is like, look, look how we looked afterwards. <laughs> no. <laughs> no.
1: What's actually really interesting about uh, Phineas is what it helped teachers. Well, he helped teachers about how brains work. What?
0: Well, because so this was 1847. We didn't know how anything worked.
1: Exactly. We hadn't. We didn't have a clue how brains worked at all. And yet, this guy takes a massive metal rod through the brain and survives.
0: I guess, I guess the medical community were very interested in him because he was probably the first person they'd ever met with a head with a sunroof in it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not quite, because... Um, so this is a little bit after the... Um, the Revolutionary War in America. I can never remember what the proper term is. Where, where the South were all like, we want to keep slaves! And the North was like, fucking pack it in! And, and the they South had a big were like, fight yeah. over it. And the North were like, do you want to fucking stop it now Yeah, because we've fully won and then Hamilton
0: the musical happened
1: Hamilton is before that um, that war Hamilton is the war of is features the war of independence which is where it's telling
0: England to this exact moment mm. i have lumped those two things in as the same thing
1: no they se- they were separate wars. Mm.
0: yeah well it makes sense now yeah uh, <laughs> it makes sense now i mean in my head i've always been going but why did the english get involved with this slave keeping business um yeah right i didn't realize that afterwards separate. they fought each other
1: yeah oh christ yeah oh yeah um yeah the confederacy Still, to is- be
0: fair to america they didn't get involved in any wars since yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nor has Britain. No, no, our hands
0: are clean. Do you know about so clean. this is a little this is a little tidbit, this, this is a little segue. Yeah. Not like us, right? Right. This is one of my favourite facts in history. Mm. Do you know what the shortest war war in history is?
1: Oh, there's been some that have like lasted a day, haven't there?
0: Um The shortest war in history is the Anglo Zanzibar War. Okay. Which was Britain versus, uh, you know, the plucky underdogs, Zanzibar. <laughs> right. So uh, the leader of Zanzibar died um, and they wanted to, Britain wanted to install the new head mm. of that country. And Zanzibar, or at least some of Zanzibar's um, uh, population had different ideas, they thought how silly that they should uh, be allowed to elect their own leader. Mm. Silly boys. <laughs> uh, so, a few of the, uh, this the, this guy basically who, some Zanzibarians, Zanzibarians? Yeah, fuck it. Uh, some of them wanted to be in charge. He went into their equivalent of the white house or whatever and he was like yep i'm in charge now and britain was like no 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 no, you're not uh so here's what's gonna happen we are going to give you until nine o'clock tomorrow morning to get out of that house or we are going to shell the living shit out of it with you inside until you fuck off and they were like, no, this is, we are Zanzibar, we are gonna, this is gonna be the revolution, dude <laughs> uh, <laughs> That was the song, yeah. the official song. Yeah. Um, so him and a couple of thousand of his followers were outside, they were like, come on. And then at literally nine o'clock, um, Britain was like, okay, time to come out. They were like, nope. And so Britain shelled the living shit out of the, um, out of the palace for 49 minutes straight before they surrendered. Massive casualties, like absolute fucking death and destruction. Yeah. Because these Zanzibarians have got like... We've got like... I mean, this was the British Empire at its peak, so we had all of the latest technology and all of the manpower from what, all around what the world. What kind of
1: year was this?
0: I think it's early 1900s. Right. Um, all of the fucking manpower. And Zanzibar was like, well... This rock I've found is pretty menacing. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. there was no chance, basically. So we shelled the shit out of them, bombed the shit out of them, fucking shot the shit out of them. Forty-nine minutes in, they were like, "Okay, you can put in who you want." We have missed, we have totally missed, m- like misunderstood how this. Sorry, would go. we
1: thought you might be reasonable. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: well, well, this we didn't,
1: didn't... realise you would actually murder us for disagree- disagreeing this,
0: with you. This didn't stop because this wasn't the most. Uh, th- What Britain did next was they invoiced the uh, surviving Zanzibarians for the money that it costs to shell the shit out of their own people. Yeah. So they were like, hey, guess what? You know that ammo that we just wasted killing your dad? You're paying for it. Bloody hell. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that a eh? yeah? And that was uh, taken from the uh, very good book Fifty Two Times Britain Was a Bell End. <laughs> That's on. I might have to get that book. That sounds great. It's really good. It's like fifty two little two page times of when Britain massively. Um, uh, what would you say? Massively did horrible, horrific things, and the that ad- must
1: be a fucking thick book. <laughs> no, <it's- laughs> even if, even if you're only giving two pages to each time Britain acted like an absolute
0: cunt, that's still now, a tome. Some of the stuff about the uh, like the British Museum and stuff, and just st- stealing things. And can we have that back? That's really important to our ancestors, and you're using it as a doorstop. No, 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 no. <laughs> you see, it's we- really
1: shiny, and we like it.
0: <laughs> we need that for the men's toilet on the third floor. <laughs> we yeah. actually use it as a urinal stone. I know oh. you think it. I know you think it, convert, it, it. It contains the souls of all of your dead ancestors. But we, it's blue. So, uh, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and then also as well the uh, opium uh, wars and stuff. Horrific, yeah. horrific stuff. Yeah. Anyway, brains. So
1: Brit, yeah, Britain, awful, um. awful, <laughs> awful boys. Awful. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, so we, we didn't know a lot about how brains worked back then. Okay. Um, like, we didn't know anything about localization. Like, does all of your thoughts happen all over your brain? We don't know. Like, it was a period of when people still believed in, like, Phrenology.
0: Oh right which okay. Is,
1: yeah, which is this idea that like you can tell how smart somebody is by like where the bumps are in their head yes. and you can tell what their personality I is like. I
0: know what phrenology yeah. is based on about a four second gag in the Simpsons on one episode oh, okay. where Mr. Burns is really into it. Oh, okay. Um yeah, yeah. it's then,
1: it's bollocks and quite racist in, in origin as oh, well. Oh, really? So it was basically like, look, of course, white men are in charge. Look at their lovely skulls. Oh, They're right. so much smarter <coughs> than people with other shaped skulls.
0: Yeah. Like, mm, I mean, bollocks. I don't know what phrenologists would say about my weirdly shaping head.
1: Mm. I wouldn't either. Also, phrenology is bollocks, no. so.
0: I mean, I mean, I have one of those heads that you look at it and you think C-section.
1: <laughs> you think? <laughs> Like, How's... do you think you've got quite a big head?
0: It's massive. Oh, okay. It's enormous. Look, <laughs> look like a Roblox character. Fair enough. Look, I was made on Minecraft. <laughs> Fair enough. Do you know I've got one of those, um, uh, like, fat bouncer ripples in the back of my Oh yeah, you know the ones that just at the bottom where it's like a little ripple.
1: Yeah, like I sometimes think about shaving my head and then think, I bet you I've got a. Bouncer oh, I've roll. got a, I've got a bouncer roll, <laughs> Defo.
0: Sometimes I'm in the shower just washing it and I feel it run over. <laughs> and if I if I push down on it too hard, I go not tonight, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, just washing my hair. Do do do, do, do. Not with them shoes on.
1: <laughs> Sorry, it's just my bands are wrong. Oh, nice I like that thank
0: you um, <laughs> it's a good bit thank you I've literally just thought of it then yeah. that might make it onto stage I think, I
1: think it should I think that there's. it's got legs that idea's got legs <laughs> do
0: you know what I was talking about sorry we're going so this off track so this is a bad. nightmare this is a bloody nightmare oh no mate the last thing that was mess. the last thing that was as messy as this was Phineas Gage's head yeah um, so I went to I've got a wedding in a couple of weeks Right, so I wanted. <laughs> yeah, disgusting. <laughs> proper sou- pr- Proper podcast material. This. <laughs> Who wants the <this>? sound <laughs> of phlegm being sucked up? <laughs> um, so I, I, I went for a, a suit fitting. Mm. Right, because I want to look sharp at this wedding. Mm. Right,
1: so you're going to shave or. It, no, 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 no. Get a watch?
0: I, I went, no, I went into the, um, uh, it's, it's a tailor's around here. It's called Polisher Turd. <laughs> <laughs> Thought they'd be able to help me. <laughs> so I go in, right, for a measurement. I booked an appointment, right? This guy comes in. He looks like a tailor. He's wearing the fucking braces. He's wearing the, uh, the tape measure around his neck type mm. thing. He Comes in and he goes, right, let's get you measured up, right? And he goes to measure my neck. And he goes, okay, your neck is, um, eight. he goes, huh. He goes, your neck's 18 and a half inches. And I'm like, right. And he goes, yeah. And he goes, I, I think I think we might have some shirts that fit that. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's how this is going to go. Super duper. Let's get the rest of me measured up. So he goes, he, he measured my chest and he goes, your chest, hmm. Your your chest is uh, uh do, do me a favour, Pat. Just uh, just put your arms up like that and then he measures again and he goes, Oh he goes It's coming in at fifty inches, but you might you, you might get away with a 48 and I'm like right okay and he measures my waist and he goes "Your your waist is 40 he goes and your leg is uh, what? <laughs> 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 he goes, he goes, your leg is uh what? He goes your leg's 30 inches. <laughs> and I'm like, right, okay. And he goes, yeah, I don't, I don't think that we have any like combination here <laughs> that is that. And I was like, right. I said, you know how you guys are tailors?
1: <laughs> Isn't it? Your I was job? like, yeah, <laughs> I was like
0: thinking like maybe you could just take a different thing and just put it up. He was like, yeah, but like, you know, it's, it's only two weeks away. Like, this is, like, you know, this is a really non-standard size. Basically, I, in, in terms of measurements, I'm I'm an Ikea wardrobe of a human being. <laughs> in that I'm sort of big and wide with tiny little fucking stubby legs at the bottom. But I've never had an experience before where the guy was just... He, he basically took my measurements, a professional, and left dumbfounded. <laughs> I,
1: that's... It, the- he sounds like he didn't handle it very
0: well as well. No, no he was... Like, just... That sounds like an awful experience. But well, I don't mind it at all because yeah. I thought it was quite funny that he was just like, it, it, uh, what? <laughs> like, Excuse me, John, uh, have we got any suits for a human cuboid? <laughs> 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 it's just, you know, because I, I, the thing is, is I have, I'm an overweight individual, maybe even a beast, who knows. Uh, but it's all over my body. So my body's sort of proportioned in that I've got a big neck, big arms, big legs, but the length of my legs are rather stubby. Yeah. So I just, you know, people have big suits, but they just assume that if you're going to have an 18 and a half inch net, you're going to be 6'5". Yeah. And then when you're 5'10", they go, we are stumped.
1: Yeah, we, we don't make suits for human cannonballs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Well, laughs> sorry. Sorry. Could I get Roger Hargreaves' signature? I believe I've just met Mr. Strong. <laughs> <laughs> block of a human. <laughs> Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, that... We
1: about Phineas Cage.
0: That dude with no head.
1: So, we haven't even got to the goriest bit. Right, the glorious... The glorious, gor- oh, bit. Oh,
0: I, th- I thought you said the glorious bit, like no, it was North Korea. <laughs> 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 the glorious bit. Right, um, go. Yeah, we're 43 so minutes in, and we've done we, about seven minutes yeah, of like this story. we've
1: barely even described I'm, what happened to this guy. I'm not
0: going to interrupt. Go. No.
1: and <laughs> let's see how long that lasts. We're at 43
0: minutes. Okay, go.
1: Um... <laughs> Yeah, so he gets up, starts walking around. He gets taken by cart to um, the a hotel where he's staying. So this is like bumpy roads with a huge friggin' head wound. Yeah. Um, the doctor sees him, and some of the um, notes from the Times said that, uh, like, the doctor writes, we could clearly see his pulsating brain from, like, the top of his head. Um,
0: and he'd shut himself. <laughs>
1: So that, yeah, less than that. <laughs> <laughs> it was on it was on topic, though, so i like let it go. go on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and so because he had this massive head wound, he's swallowing a lot of his own blood, which makes him throw up. He throws up, and the pressure of vomiting ejects about half a teacup Size lump of brain out the top of his head. It <laughs> he just comes flying out. No. But he's still conscious, still talking, still, like, with it. Um, Now, he was lucky that he had a, a battlefield surgeon who, like, somebody who had had experience of battlefield wounds yeah. that came to see him. But they had to, like, manually pick out bits of skull and bits of clotted blood from the hole
0: in oh, his head. Oh, what a day at and, work. And, like,
1: go up through his face and try and get bits out.
0: Oh, what like fucking unblocking a drain?
1: Yeah, but like just scraping oh, at it. God. Um, and then they patch him up. Um, but it gets infected. Yeah. And so he slips into delirium. He co- like he's in a coma at one point. Um, they're making preparations to bury him, but he recovers.
0: Um, there's. <laughs> to be fair, right. I bet that if you're the doctor and the surgeon and you see him about to die, I bet you go, thank fuck for that. It's fucking half five and I'm picking brain out this cup. <laughs> like, I just want to go home to this my This is wife.
1: like over the course of several days.
0: Oh like, right! But
1: also, it like it gets infected at one point, and some of the reports of that bit, I'm not even gonna tell you because just reading it, I was like, I feel really
0: queasy. What like maggots but, and stuff?
1: No. Um. Okay, so the way it's described is fungus.
0: Nice. Um. Come meet Mushroom Boy.
1: <laughs> I doubt it was fungus. I wonder whether it was just pus.
0: Really? Like.
1: Be. But this is like. Uh. This is. 1850s, like, did
0: you know? 1848. Fun fact about uh, Phineas Gage is that after he'd uh, recovered from this, he started getting invited to more parties (laughs) because
1: he was a fun
0: guy to be with. (laughs) Oh, god! Oh, god, (laughs) what have we become?
1: Uh, deranged, I think, is the only word that can describe this episode.
0: Ozymandias, Mandias look upon my kingdom and despair. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell, this is an absolute um, th- This is the death knell, this when we're doing fun guy yeah. jokes. <laughs> Go on anyway. So he's, so he's got mushroom head. <laughs> yeah.
1: But but he recovers. Um now there are quite like conflicting um accounts of what happens next. Okay. So In, sort of, scientific legend, um, Phineas Gage completely changes. His personality completely changes. He becomes impulsive, rude, um, starts being, like, really nasty to everyone, engages in um, gross and lewd behaviour, which... Oh, really? Like, wanking in the streets? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. It's a
0: song, that, with uh, David Bowie. (laughs) doesn't matter what you wear <laughs> Just as long as you are there Everybody grab your dick <laughs> Are we going to let
1: people it in watch the this? Streets?
0: <laughs> um, yeah, do you know what though? is? It's like we do have modern day versions of this, don't we? Mm. So you know about that woman uh, who's like from fucking Plymouth but she had a stroke and now she's got a really heavy Chinese accent? No. You don't know about this? No. Right, this is one of the funniest videos oh, ever. that
1: sounds awful.
0: She, you say awful, but it's really funny at the same time. Because she's re- But the thing is, though, is it... it
1: is it even a, like, a Chinese accent? Or is it, like, a no. really frigging racist <laughs> sort of version of no, her? No, it's... A- no,
0: it's a, well, look, she, she doesn't speak Mandarin, do you know mm. what I mean? But she speaks in a very heavy Chinese accent. Yeah. And she's like... I, I, even herself she's like I now speak like I'm Chinese I've never been out of fucking Cornwall or whatever and yeah. it's so weird because you get to, it's like a documentary and you see videos of her before and she's like alright my lover alright or shall we go down to get a pint of cider you know and then now she speaks differently Mm. I'm not going to do the Gosh, impression. That, oh no! <laughs> it's good
1: to know you've got limits. Yeah. Oh no, I would have
0: done it. I would have done it, but I feel like you would have been like, "No, we can't edit, edit that bit out." Uh, but she speaks really thickly in a heavy Chinese accent, yeah. and uh, that this, must
1: be so distressing for
0: her. Like, but funny for everyone else. Well, yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like cat bin lady. Yeah. Like,
0: it's bad for the cat. Yeah. Fucking funny, though. <laughs> My cat bin lady was so funny. This is
1: so... Oh, this is an absolute shambles, this episode. I'm very sorry, everyone. I, p- I think
0: people are going to love it, though. I think it's going to be a Hall of Famer. Because getting off topics part of the fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well... They- <laughs> Go on, anyway. Phineas Gage, he changed his personality. He started putting cats in bins and wanking <laughs> in the street. And spoke with a Chinese accent, which was weird, because nobody in 1847 knew what Chinese people sounded like, so it was... No, they didn't. Surely they did How would they know? <laughs> when was the Opium Wars? And, like,
1: trade? Yeah, but that was like England, quite- wasn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have boats. no
1: English people ever go to America. Yeah. Like, even what?
0: way back when. We just told them secondhand. <laughs> Guess what, right? You know, you guys are this way. If you go the other way, they sound like this. Like, <laughs> I just assume that nobody from Phineas Gage's little fucking you know, uh, <laughs> doors-packing community and access to a boat that could travel across the world. Yeah, but
1: also the bit where he, where Phineas Gage starts talking with a Chinese accent, you've entirely made up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so- I think it'd be really funny. <laughs> so- anyway, he went on to own the first laundromat in America. <laughs>
1: so some people say, like, his... Some accounts say that he completely changed, and others suggest that like, he was always a cunt. He cha- well, no, he was actually before the accident really popular. Oh, really? Like, Pete, like everyone he worked with, um, really liked him. He's there are accounts saying that like he was a shrewd businessman, um, a very responsible worker. Because you've got to give your responsible workers the job of playing with gunpowder and iron rods, um. So, like, his bosses liked him and the people that he was the boss of also liked him. Yeah. But after the accident, like, people said, like, he just, he wasn't Phineas anymore. It was like he was a completely different person. But he lived for another 12 years. Oh. And over the course of that time, he took a job as a stagecoach driver in Chile. And...
0: It's a bit of a career switch, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Um... And it's not a job that, or it is. A, it's a job that takes skill. Like he would have to have gotten up quite early in the morning, about four o'clock in the morning. Okay. Um, fed and dressed himself, looked after the the horses, like got them ready, attached a stagecoach, um, deal with passengers, deal with their luggage, and then sometimes do hundred mile journeys on like sketchy bits of road and stuff. So, I actually, based on that account. He makes a remarkable recovery and yeah. is really capable of looking after himself. Yeah, like despite having lost a big chunk of his prefrontal cortex. Huh. Um so yeah, it, but it's Phineas Gage is really famous because he kind of that incident sparked off the the area of neurology of going like. Oh, shit. So, like, different bits of the brain do seem to do different things. Like, you can live without certain bits and, wow, blow up a bit of you. And it kind of proves the uh, connection between brain and mind that, yeah, you're you're, like, this organ is what's responsible for your thoughts and your personality. And controlling everything, which... To us, it's like super obvious now, but it wasn't always. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: it's like it's a really interesting case study.
0: Isn't there the thing, though, as well, that there's still so much about the brain we don't know? Oh, yeah. And there's a lot of bullshit that flies around. So that whole, like, we only use 10%, that's all, That's nonsense. Bollocks. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of the brain that we're still learning about, and we're still in our infancy when it comes to learning about how shit works and stuff. Could it be the case... I'm just throwing this out there... Mm -hmm. I'm sure no scientist has thought of this yet. <laughs> Could it be the case that the brain is so complex and so good that if it loses a chunk, then what it does is it just sort of regrows like like it just the chunk where that information was supposed to live, it just lives somewhere else in the brain. So the brain almost rewires itself.:
1: So this is something that's referred to as neural plasticity. Fuck
0: off! Yes! I fucking love it when I've, when a theory that I make becomes a thing.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, it's like watching an oaf move about a minefield and every now and again you hit something. Like, well, actually, that is a scientific idea.
0: Yeah! <laughs> Mate. I'm a a scientist in the streets. I'm Phineas Gage in the sheets.
1: (laughs) Don't know what that means, but it sounds (laughs) disgusting. I've got a big rod and a hole in my head.
0: (laughs) Right. Um, So it started off. Okay. Okay. So neural plasticity.
1: Yeah. So, um, so it's really interesting. So we know that certain bits of the brain seem to be responsible for different things, but if you do get a brain injury. You can recover surprisingly well, depending on the type of brain injury. Okay. So, like, blunt force trauma is really bad for your brain. Yeah. Because, like, your brain's sitting in this, like, very tight, closed thing. If it starts to swell, there's nowhere for it to fucking go.
0: Yeah, think of, um, if we were to use an analogy uh, from half an hour ago, like the ping pong ball.
1: Yeah, except, like, your brain won't, like, your even if no matter how much your brain expands it's not going to come out skull your head is isn't going to exactly. explode so. Just, so the it just crushes it just gets crushed against your skull um there's a really um it's a very sad story about a guy called Clive Waring who back in 94 i think it was um got um he start basically he started having a really bad headache and it turned out that I think it was like you know the the herpes simplex virus that causes cold sores yeah that virus had sort of gone a bit weird in him and his brain had just started swelling and swelling and swelling but obviously he closed He got brain herpes (laughs) yeah that's not the main point though right okay
0: (laughs) Who fucked your brain? <laughs> <laughs> well, Pegasus <laughs> <laughs> <in> Podcast does. <laughs>
1: Let me introduce you to my friend Phineas Gage.
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, so it, and his brain basically just it got crushed because oh. of like the increasing pressure. Um, the area that got most damaged is the hippocampus, which um, you might have heard of. Because it's an area that is no, or yeah, that's known to be a lot bigger in black cab drivers. the hippocampus.
0: Oh right, I was thinking um, of hungry, hungry hippocampus.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's actually it's called the hippocampus because it's the in the shape of a um, seahorse. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's um,
0: cute.
1: Like hippo. Oh, uh, because hippo. The, the Latin term for hippos is water horse or something like that. Oh, okay. And seahorses. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that area of his brain got really badly damaged. Okay. Um, and he's known as the guy with a four-minute memory because, <laughs> like, literally, like, he can't... Like, he has both anti and retrograde amnesia. Like, because often you'll either get one, which is... I can't remember which way around. One is you can't remember stuff that happened ages ago.
0: That feels like retrograde to me.
1: Yes. Yeah. And so you can't remember stuff that happened a long time ago, but you start being able to make new memories. Yeah. Or there's anti amnesia where all of your really long-term memories are intact, but you have no short-term memory at all.
0: Yeah, like um, uh, the main character in Memento.
1: I'll take your word for it. Um, I, I, there are so many films I haven't got around to Memento watching. Memento is
0: absolutely amazing. Okay. Um, and it's about a, a bloke with short term memory loss who right. has to find out who killed his wife. And... <laughs> Sorry,
1: I've got more music in my head. <laughs> have you heard that song? Like, Do you suffer from long term memory loss? I can't remember.
0: I have no idea what you're doing
1: right now. <laughs> I'm sure it's a song. Anyway, if it's not.
0: A... Trademark. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's about a guy who, um, it's just a really good film. It's about a guy whose wife uh, dies uh, in a violent attack. And in the attack, he suffers a, a head trauma, which makes him unable to remember short term memories. He's mm-hmm. still got all his long term memories about his wife. He knows she's dead. But he can't remember who's, you know, short term stuff. So what happens is he's trying to find out who the killer is. But every time he gets close, he fucking forgets. So what he does. Is every time he gets a clue, he gets it tattooed on himself. Mm. So um, yeah, there's there's the, there's a big thing where he takes his. You, you see tattoos on his arms and stuff, and you see what he's doing, and he tattoos clues like one, you know, red car or whatever. And then anyway, he uh, he takes his shirt off in one scene, and he's got a big chess piece that just says "John G raped and murdered your wife." Oh, it's like, oof, Christ, squeaky.
1: He'll he end up on tattoo who
0: Sketch going, <laughs> we'll do some roses and a skull. <laughs> How about that? Well, not a skull, that'll remind me even more of it. Would you like a mandala? <laughs> that tattoo fixes is so bad. It's so bad. <laughs>
1: anyway, so Clive Waring. Yeah, he so he <coughs> has both antigrade and retrograde amnesia. Yep. So he remembers fucking nothing. Yeah. Like that he's like in the moment. It like watch there are videos of him yeah and it
0: is really distressing to see Um, he's stuck in a moment and he can't get out of it
1: i'm so glad i'm an atheist why (laughs) it's just so going to hell if it's true oh yeah anyway um so yeah it's like it's Really distressing. What's really interesting about his case specifically though is um so he was he was a musician and a composer before the before this happened to his brain. Christ.
0: Um good job most songs are under four minutes then, isn't it?
1: Oh Jesus Well, <laughs> right, if you when people ask him,
0: like, oh... Maybe we- he did Bohemian Rhapsody, and that's why it changes so much in the middle. Because oh. <laughs> he got four minutes in. Mama, just killed a man. And then he was <laughs> like... it's a new song. Yeah, suddenly. Yeah. I see a little sail. Fuck it, why not? <laughs> I don't know what's going on anymore. Right, no, no, I'm not so- I'm not going to interrupt anymore. I'm just <laughs> yeah, going to are. be quiet. Just be quiet. <laughs> just be quiet, Freddie. Be quiet. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> right, go on. Yeah, so, so like- he's a composer.
1: Yeah, he was a he was a musician and a composer, um, but if if people say to him like after the accident, people would say to him, "Oh, Clive, can you play the piano?" He'd be like, "Oh no, I've ne- I've never played the piano. Well, I-, I can give it a try though." But then he'll sit at a piano and just play perfectly. No, like so so it's like oh so. Music memory seems to be different to like declarative memory which is like where you ask somebody something and they give you a response like he like still what? plays wonderfully Fuck. brains are weird that is there's, really weird There's also a really cool thing that happens is um, that not
0: like muscle memory
1: Yeah but m- so muscle memory it depends what you mean <laughs> like because muscles don't have brains <laughs> No I
0: know but like <laughs> but
1: it's like it's, it's stored somewhere else.
0: Yeah, but that l- yeah that would probably. So I mean, you've mm. experienced muscle memory before, yeah. Like, or, or or like you know when it's happening. Yeah, it's a different thing than declarity. It, it feels different in your head. Mm. So like when you're having a conversation, you're trying to remember something. It's almost like, or at least speaking for myself, it's almost like I can almost feel a little man in my head like
1: going through the roller, going laps. through the cabinet,
0: this piece of information, and it's a very much an active thing. You feel you you have to engage with it. Whereas muscle memory's the literal opposite, it just happens without you even having yeah. to deal with it. So it it feels different in your mind. Mm, so yeah. I, I guess there's that to it as well. Yeah. So, but it's it just
1: really interesting that, like, if you ask him, "Can you play the piano?" He's like, "Never tried." But then he sits down in front of a piano and is oh, maybe, a wonderful maybe, player. Maybe he's just a cunt. Do you know what I mean? like, I, I just, like that's
0: a hell of a maybe. Maybe he's playing. doing that thing that, like, you know, like he's every time now he wants to have his X Factor moment. Do you know what I mm. mean? Like, oh, I've just never tried before. <laughs> oh, guys, I just, I just do it occasionally at the weekends, you know, mm. or maybe he no, I, well, I is mean, a really nice fellow I, and I'm being an obhead. Yeah, yeah, possibly, because yeah. it,
1: like, it seems like his life was pretty much
0: wrecked by the whole thing. Like, yeah. Because
1: obviously, how do you, you can't live independently. You can't look after
0: himself. Oh,
1: God. Because,
0: like, does he have to, so he lives in that four minute window. Mm does he um know who people are and stuff
1: he oh, recognizes his wife so like so this is the, like of ov- obviously with things like this it doesn't just affect the person that it directly affects it's has a huge impact on the people around you yeah but he knows his wife um but every time she walks into a room even if she's like just walked out to make a cup of tea and comes back he acts like he hasn't seen her and Ages, oh, And it's, like, the most yeah. amazing thing. Oh, God. I bet so, that like, it's gets, really heartbreaking. I, I, I bet thing. it gets
0: really boring really quick as well. <laughs> For her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because the first time it happens, she's like, oh, that's really sweet. And then when it happens 50 times in a day, she's mm. like, oh, Clive, shut up. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, come on, lad. Yeah, you know what I mean? They, they've, they've actually
1: got quite an interesting story because at, at one point she, like, understandably could not handle like, what had gone on. And so she left and moved to America for a couple of years. But we just, I can't, I can't live without him. Yeah. And came back and, like, and he like was, he, he's he been in no his... had no idea. Well. He
0: was <laughs> you've been gone four minutes. Yeah. yeah. A bit longer. Yeah.
1: Um, But, yeah, like, because he was in assisted living the whole time because... Oh,
0: Christ. Like, obviously.
1: Yeah, really devastating. Um, But, yeah, brains are super interesting. Like, so... In the left-hand side of your brain, yeah, that's generally where your linguistic areas are. Uh, so right. there's two areas specifically. One's called the Broca's area, and another's called the Wernicke's area. Yeah, and they're named after um, those yeah, the, the researchers Rockers. who <laughs> yeah,
0: how yeah. pretty the fool, <laughs> yeah, how pity the fool that doesn't understand neuroscience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: basically. <laughs> so that's where your sympathy lives. Um,
0: <laughs> I ain't getting on no brain.
1: (laughs) Oh, God. I've got a fucking PhD. What (laughs) am I doing? I
0: ain't getting on no brain. (laughs) It's absolutely
1: fucking (laughs) filming. That's the stupidest joke I've ever (laughs) made. (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh Oh God! So this might be the last ever episode. Yeah, we just, we can't if, handle it.
0: If anyone is still listening to this now, <laughs> congratulations.
1: There's oh, only one oh, listener God. left.
0: And it's fucking Clive. No, <laughs> he's like, mate. Okay, actually, no, he's still stuck on the intro. Jeez. <laughs> i'm really sorry i need to stop i need to have a i need to have a quiet word with myself <laughs> i ain't getting on no brain who do i think i am <laughs> right yeah
1: so there's, yeah so there's the the barocas and vernicas area um that are really important in language production um and so they're on like the le- left hand side of your brain but so often when people have left hand side strokes in their brains, like, one of the things that will go is, like, their ability to produce language. Yeah. Um, But it's not uncommon that a little while after the stroke, the person starts regaining some verbal abilities. And if you look at MRIs, it switches sides. Like, the right-hand side starts getting a lot more active in language production.
0: Wow. But
1: then as, like, recovery continues, if the left-hand side... Of the brain physically starts to get healthier again, the language switches back. Fuck! Like brains are just mad. That's cool. <laughs> they're as really well. cool. Um. So yeah. So yeah. So Phineas Gage. Yeah. Huge, huge head trauma survived. Changed a bit. Recovered surprisingly well. Died. The end.
0: Something about ex wives,
1: <laughs> and, and yeah, and like like that most um people who study psychology will at some point be like right phineas gage learn about this guy but like he's yeah he's still talked about a lot in like neurology and neuroscience and psychology it's what one of the most famous case studies there is so yeah fascinating fascinating guy.
0: mind blown oh,
1: Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that
0: Four minutes. <laughs> uh, genuinely, I've really enjoyed it. We have gone around the houses uh, a it's little bit. It's been a
1: fun episode to record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: can't imagine this being anything other than a fucking nightmare to Please, listen to. <laughs>
0: let us know in the comments. Honestly, if, right. Okay. So here's what we'll do in the comments, of this YouTube video, comment spaghetti, Underneath and that lets us know if you made it to the end. (laughs) Why? Just because I want to see how many people I wanna see how many (laughs)
1: why not just ask people to say, if you made it to the end, comment on the video. I made it to the end rather than having a code
0: word. Because I feel like with a code word that's more unbreakable, that's more unhackable. (laughs) That makes sense, doesn't it?
1: I can see what you're getting at. But also, like, it makes me wonder how much you understand the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes you'll just get, like, somebody will post a picture of a crab. And then there's just, like, a thousand comments of people just going crab, crab, crab.
0: Okay. Crab. Different reason. Uh, Comment spaghetti on this episode because I want us to appear in the algorithm alongside uh, Italian recipes. Okay. All right. Yeah. Which would be great uh, for our new sponsors, Uni, the pizza oven. (laughs) (laughs) See, who
1: makes? Pizza's so good, it'll make you want to eat spaghetti. Yeah, well, we got to the
0: (laughs) country food, didn't we? That's close enough to round it back. The
1: country food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That sort
0: of feels like it's rounded, doesn't it? Like your pizza. Yay! (laughs) uni. just 400 quid for some pizza that you can get for seven. (laughs) Right, uh, and before we go, is there anything that you want to plug, Kat?
1: Um, Yeah, please check out... um, Skeptics in the pub online for sensible content that's coherent and (laughs) That um, (laughs) sounds shite
0: (laughs) Give me more nonsense
1: and and generally the Merseyside Skeptic Societies or any sort of Skeptics in the pub groups near you if you if you want something that makes sense
0: yeah if you actually want something with substance uh, check that out <laughs> yeah. uh, if you want more unfiltered unfettered total bullshit get on our Patreon uh, it is uh, patreon.com forward slash pigoted. Uh, there's a link in all the fucking descriptions and everything uh, from just a pound a week you get extra content early access and loads of other stuff as well so please join us and also you help keep the podcast going which is the main thing isn't it help us to keep the bites on and pay the bills and keep the wolf away from the door Um than that we will see
1: sorry.
0: I think I've broken you
1: that was just weird what? it was just weird
0: it went camp didn't it,
1: it we, not even camp it just went strange really? just keep the wolf away from the door <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: uh, sorry <laughs> this went a bit weird
0: went a bit Phineas gauge this didn't it yeah. Just a bit. Yeah, technically coherent, but big plot holes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a pleasure. Thank you for listening. Thanks. Comment spaghetti. (laughs) See you next week.